if she murdered me, mm-hmm. is it worth it? Because it might be. <laughs> like, that's a good point. She's so hot that if I go out this way, I mean, and and having having, <laughs> having been through it, is it now possibly worth dying over? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. This is very exciting. We've this never done this. This is extremely exciting. We've actually, not only do we have fantastic guests today, but these are the first guests in our apartment in like a year and a half. Yeah, they're also <laughs> the first guests where we're like, friends. <laughs> not that we're not friends with the other people. Oh, yeah, slow down. Come on. Take <laughs> but, that back. Yeah, but this is, we're really... Uh, yeah, we're close. This, is, this should feel the most personal. You sound, you sound nervous. Me? I am nervous. Why? Why do you have to point it out? Why would you out? say that? Dick? Why would you do that? I am just, nervous. You know, right, Shake out the willies. Okay, Mr. Podcast Host. Thanks a lot. <laughs> well, clearly they don't require any introduction. We are joined today by Nick and Natalie. Thank Hi. you guys so much for joining us. Thank you so much so for having us. <laughs> this is a love fest. And basically with these, they're really meant to feel like double dates. Not formal interviews, though we will be asking you lots of questions. And today it's just about you guys waxing poetic about your relationship. What's that mean? <laughs> it means you can be as long-winded and specific as you want. Great. There's no answer too long on a love fest. We just want you to gush, gush mm-hmm. about love your relationship. That. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> it should be fun. Mm-hmm. You can be as self-indulgent as you want today. Yes. I'm okay. not really good at gushing publicly. I know. This will be a good exercise for you. Mm-hmm. You can leak. <laughs> That's not to be a full guy. Should have smoked more weed. <laughs> we could also do that. Okay, so we're going to start at the very beginning. Basically, I'm going to ask you how you met. If you want to provide dates, you can. You don't have to. Just tell the story and then I'll I'll build off that. Okay. I scrolling it was a sunny day thursday (laughs) um i was uh nick popped up on my explore page on instagram and i was like this man is very handsome and i sent the photo to him and dm'd him and he responded and we chatted for a while this was in like september of 2019 how long did it take for him to respond two hours maybe oh nick he was quick that quick and did you have a blue check mark at the time? No, no. Very interesting. I just wondering. I had like three thousand followers, maybe. I was <laughs> normal girl. <laughs> Come on, barely human. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. And then you just started talking back and forth, exchange numbers. The yep. Thing. We chatted back and forth, and I actually, I just asked him if he had a Snapchat because I didn't feel comfortable like giving out my number to a stranger. I, I was sure that he probably wouldn't feel comfortable giving out his number. Well, that I'm very. Uh, cautious person mm-hmm. you know you're just like you i've learned you, you know you never really know who you're talking to like i always try to take my own advice so mm-hmm. it's just i'm always like when people go on the show just be very careful who you dm or who you reply back to because you truly don't know who they are or even if who they say they are and mm-hmm. so like there's always a cautious element so when i saw her dm there's definitely a uh like is this worth it like this chick is so hot <laughs> but like is she real is she, you know who Are those is her photos <laughs> right yeah right so yeah. there's just like i don't really know like i'm always just like definitely no definitely oh don't we can attest to this 
there is no one with greater restraint than you, actually, uh, and who's more cautious in general. Yeah, and like I'm just cautious, but yeah. like I have replied from time to time, and and Natalie was one of them, and it was mostly based off of. Uh, Thank God, thank God. Um, my physical attraction <laughs> to her, you know, at first. Yeah. And then so she uh, uh, asked for my Snapchat and I was like, OK. And still then, very cautious. Still very cautious. But that's just the easiest way to tell if someone I mean, it's an immediate like photo of yeah. someone. And also you can like FaceTime. Well, I essentially. Well, that's the thing I was about to say so. is you can call them via video yeah. uh, so i called her right away to and vet. I, i'm like to verify <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i called her because i've made this mistake i've had i've had people like did you pick up right away yeah so you pick you were ready to go uh, i think uh, i was yeah, like i'm I, calling I you and then like times. i i called her and i specifically didn't have the camera facing me i was like facing the sky Oh, because wow. I didn't want her to be able to screenshot by face. Because I've had that happen. I've had people like FaceTime me, me answer, and without me knowing, screen time it, face a screen screenshot it, mm -hmm. and be like, "I've talked to Nick," and I'm oh, like, wow. "I just answered your call." Wow. We're already getting off topic, but I feel like we. I feel like over the years we've actually watched you become as cautious as you are. You know, you started out. I just don't trust people. Yeah, it, because you've been taught not to, which yeah. is kind of disappointing anyway no I, th I think it's honestly it's fun that was like i think you should be careful these days with like you should think before you do mm -hmm. right and everything is a risk versus reward kind of thing and so like every step of the way was just like everything she did made me feel like safer to communicate with her yeah so she answered and then mm -hmm. we started talking and then quickly exchanged numbers and then we started talking and then she she had mentioned in messages that she used to live in new york and she likes new york has friends in new york and i was like i'm going to new york for work in a few weeks if you're there let me know like, and she's uh, like yeah. i'll be there i have work there too i'll be there for sure <laughs> she's a very determined i didn't know this at the time how determined of a person she is <laughs> i can so. see that mm -hmm. yeah I have a feeling you you set your mind to something. I mean, just yeah. to even career-wise, it's impressive. But Thank we'll, you. We'll, Thank you. We'll get to She's all that. Very, very determined. Yes. Which is a great trait, by great. the way. Great. That's wonderful. Okay. So first impressions of one another. And you can do two-parters. So maybe At when you what? first did that snap and then when you met in person. And then how those have changed since, if at all. I mean, obviously, the entire beginning of our relationship was based solely on looks. <laughs> I mean, truly, I saw him on It's graduated something else. <laughs> I wasn't aware. Yes, I was I've, not aware. I've, I've learned to love his personality too. Oh, um, it takes time. That's that's <laughs> impressive. Thank you. Thanks. But it honestly was like, is he going to kidnap me? Is he going to murder? Me? You know, I was coming to New York and was like. Eventually, oh, come on. Nick Viles going to kidnap okay, and murder you? So I had no idea. Do you idea. know what that would do to his, to <laughs> that's his Instagram? Part. I had no idea who he was. Oh, Remember? I think we talked about this that. This is an important detail. This is a very important detail because there's... I He doesn't have any Bachelor-related stuff on his Instagram. I didn't True. scroll five years ago or however long ago it was. What? And you're not a Bachelor um, And I'm not a Bachelor fan. Yeah. And I just... There's... So wait many. Minute, wait a minute, but how did you? Sorry, did I he miss something? He showed up in her in her like Discover. So you just purely Instagram. just good looking guy. Truly was just well, scrolling on I, it. She at the time followed Peter Weber because she watched his season and she 
she knows Maddie Pruitt. We're from, we're both from Auburn, Alabama. Uh And so, you know, you know how the, I'm sure the algorithm took it from there. So there was a mutual wondering if we might murder each other. Like I was just like, (laughs) I, I feel like of all the meetings on the internet, this is the least murdery possibility (laughs) I've ever seen. Like, why were you thinking that? Well, from my point of view, I'm always just, again, cautious i a level of trust of strangers mm. i've i've been burned before also part of it was my extreme physical attraction to her were red flags for me like <laughs> she's so hot that like i'm aware that i might ha- be blinded by how physically attracted i am like the thought of was just like if she murdered me mm-hmm. is it worth it because it might be like that's a good point she's so hot that if i go out this way i mean and and having 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 been through it is it now possibly worth dying over (laughs) sure (laughs) but i mean i'm I'm joking obviously but i like to be in control of my decisions and any and like i talk about this a lot of my podcasts you know like the spark or or when you're really excited about someone that the, those are actually red flags going off. Those are alarms saying you are you're vulnerable to making bad choices because you you're very motivated in one aspect. You know, hotness it's, is blind. It's mm-hmm. true, but I know? it's so different from the wide-eyed innocent Nick we knew I know. six years ago. It's so uh, funny you you've been changed. You have. It's and, good. I mean, you're it's safer. But do you remember? How you would have acted in this situation when we first like met you? six years ago? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. I mean, you, you learn a lot when you... <laughs> so she was like, I'm going to come. And then it was one of those things where she, she was just like, no, I have friends. I'm going to come visit. And I think we both were kind of living that lie of... At first, it was like, well, I'm going to... This is where I'm staying. She's like, well, I'll stay at my friends. And then it slowly turned into be like... So you're you're pretty much just like Coming we're gonna here. we're gonna get a hotel room together <laughs> and we're, we're complete. I mean, we had talked on a regular basis for like two weeks, but it was just like let's let like this is, this is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And and so there's a nervousness of like yeah. again, I'm I'm gonna get a hotel room, and this girl who while we Facetimed every day and talked a lot, like, well, she's like, what if what if it goes very poorly? You know, yeah. which is when I reached out to you guys and been like, this chick is like coming and meeting me in New York. So like, hey, I want to see you guys because I love hanging out with you. But also yeah. like, can you come out with me <laughs> with her? Bring heat with you. Because uh, like, I don't want to, you know, which was a great thing because I think at that point, you guys in, in a great way are very judgmental and critical. <laughs> Especially when it cam- comes to uh, women I bring around you, but we, uh, we're supposed to care about you. Yeah, yeah, no. This is again, it's a compliment, and and you and their ability to keep up with us. Yes, mm-hmm. and and obviously she. Not that it was a test because we didn't even think there was a test to give you. Mm-hmm. Like we had already failed you. We're like we're not yeah, accepting you, you into our group. He told me before we went out. He was like, "I'm just letting you know, my friends." They probably won't like you. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm he's right most of the time. He told you that. <laughs> yeah. So I go into it like, 
I, they're not going to, they don't like me already. I don't know what to do. Actually, we, but. we liked you so much that I was like, uh, Nick, you can, you can go now. <laughs> like, we'll just hang out with just Natalie. It was just Natalie. You took the show. Yeah. You were so, we were, we were so impressed right away. Well, we, what we couldn't get over was how not annoying she is. <laughs> not annoying. Not remotely. Still to this day, the, uh, one of the most not annoying people I've ever met. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's the nice highest compliment. praise for me. That's the highest that praise I can That is big from you. This is yeah. one Thank of the reasons you. why he married me. It's like not right. annoying. This is Miss Universe not annoying. Especially because like, you know, like all jokes aside, that that crazy hot scale that, you know. It exists. It does exist. Yeah. It, it exists in the sense that like men can be crazy. Women can be crazy. We all can be crazy. And mm-hmm. back to what I was originally saying, the, the whole premise of the crazy hot scale is you're willing to put up with more mm-hmm. if bullshit, if you really get a lot of value in another department. Mm-hmm. Right, so the right. value of like, I can't believe I'm with this hot chick. I can't believe this chick likes me. Mm-hmm. You will have blinders in other areas, right? So when you're just like, no, she's really chill. You're like, am I not? So for me, I'm just thinking, I just don't see it yet. She's crazy. You know, she must be yeah. insane. She's just so hot. Yeah, you, you, know? you were blinded by the yeah. unlikelihood of her being cool. And so then I was just like, guys, are, are you yeah. seeing what I'm seeing? Or or is she like, yeah. like to just Charlene, she's nuts, right? Like she's. Yeah. It's funny because we all went in. I assume it. she'd be nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I or at least she'd be nuts. I just thought that. At least bad for you. You know, she was. It had all the makings of a tragedy of like Nick meets a hot chick on the internet and she flies to New York. And like, let's just be honest, right? Like it had all the makings of, uh, well, just, you know, don't die this week. (laughs) (laughs) If you survive it, that's a win. Yes. Yeah. And we've met some other ladies and, you know, we get along fine and then that it ends and it's, I don't want to say that we didn't put any stock into it, but it was sort of like, okay. You know, right. we'll see how it goes. And right. then we ended up hanging out with you all weekend. Yes. And really quite liking her. Yeah. Yes. We had a good time. So that weekend then, is that when everything changed or? No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we kind of left that weekend. I think at the end of it, we were both obviously like getting in our separate cars, to go to the, back to the airport or leaving the hotel or whatever. And I think we both looked at each other and, and said, you know, this was fun. I live in Georgia. You live in LA. If we're ever like in New York again, we'll maybe meet up. But this was fun. Yeah. Type of thing. And then we just couldn't stop talking. I to was each other. very, I mean, I, again, being the guarded person, like I never want to be accused of leading anyone on and whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm more like, which I really respect about you, by the way. I also I, do. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people like, in your oh, position. Oh, he is so straight. Like, yeah. amazing. Yeah. I, like, yeah. One of the first things I ever told you is like, we'll, we'll, We'll never date. We'll never date. Yeah. Yeah. To a fault. Straight out. To a fault. Straight out. Yeah. Like it's a great move. Just kind of like, wow. Okay. I mean, we'll see uh, if you change accept, that. And you accepted <laughs> the challenge, of course. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Was, I was like, game on. <laughs> we interrupt this program to bring you an important message. Important indeed. About a glasses brand that I think by now is probably a household name. And can we talk about how difficult it is to become a household name in the eyewear space? Pretty damn hard. And you're the glasses wearer in yeah. this household. Off and on for my whole adult life, I have worn glasses. Off and on? I, mean, I wear contact lenses. Oh, okay. So the glasses literally come off and on your face. That's right. They literally, <laughs> I couldn't have been more correct. So Warby Parker, they provide prescription glasses, 
sunglasses and contact lenses mm -hmm. has a very cool at home tryout situation. For me, what I think, and I think I share this with many glasses buyers, is a very daunting task to go to the store and to pick from a million different glasses in the store with somebody sitting there putting them on your face like, oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks good. And you're just like, uh. and then the sticker shock. Yes. And actually, we, since we've been together, have bought you one pair of glasses. And I like peed my pants when I saw how much they cost. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. And Warby Parker's glasses with prescription lenses start at $95. Yeah, try beating that. Like, I don't even wear glasses, and I know that's a really good deal. Oh, yeah. It's a great deal and a great experience. You just go on the website. They give you like five categories, like shape, color, material, style. I mean, you just give them the basic parameters what you're looking for they do the heavy lifting for you and so you're like oh yeah those are the five glasses i would like <laughs> they come to your house for free you try them on for five days if you don't like any of them you send them back no charge if you like one you pick one and that's it you got glasses no one bothering you not expensive no one lying to you saying no things one look lying good. to you no salespeople lying to you about how good you look when you don't look good <laughs> I once got a pair of glasses. This is what happens when I buy things when no one's with me. I once got a pair of glasses that is literally the worst pair of glasses. I think I know exactly which glasses you're talking about. I know you know which glasses I'm talking about. And the person there was like, oh, you look amazing. They convinced me. They were good. It was a robbery. <laughs> Avoid being robbed by using the Warby Parker Home Try-On Program. Order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. No shipping. It ships free. And includes a prepaid return shipping label. So try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash shandy. That is warbyparker.com slash shandy. That first weekend, that was the weekend where you realized that he was a former bachelor. Yes. I so, just want to clarify right, right. Because yeah. I remember us walking. We went because I really needed blister patches. Yes, <laughs> I was wearing oh, I heels that. that I had not yet broken in. And I was like, Natalie, we're going to Dwayne Reed. Yes. And... At that point, Nick had gotten recognized like a dozen times. A dozen times. Yes. And, and I asked him, I said, what? Why are people stopping you in the street? What? Like they were screaming out of cars. They're like stopping him on the train. He's like, so hot. That's yeah, why. truly. I'm like, yeah. what is happening? What's, what's to know? And he says, I have a podcast. And I'm like, in my, oh, in my mind, Nick. I'm like, podcast is audio only. <laughs> nice. How are they? Like, they know your voice. What is this? This is crazy. He's I like, still no, at the time didn't too. totally believe her that she didn't, didn't yeah. watch it. Mm -hmm. As well, you shouldn't have. Uh, it's the right instinct. I'm yeah. still not I'm sure. Like, it's a, <laughs> a no-win answer. Like I, I just don't really know. I was on The Bachelor. I don't. You know, like, I don't. It's a weird thing. And yeah. not that saying I have a podcast is any better, but in my defense, Natalie can vouch for this. I have as many people coming up to me now saying, "I love your podcast." Yes, than they do. The show. Yeah. So I'd rather just believe it has something to do with something I created. Yeah. Uh, than than the show. But that's, like, it's a no-win situation. That's totally that is, reasonable. And that is how lovely is that? Yeah. Like, talk about taking control of your own narrative and fame. Yes. Honestly. Yes, you've done an he amazing job. But but yeah. make no mistake, like. At that day, it was mostly bachelor-related yeah. yeah. attention. So I, he told me that. And I'm like, okay, like whatever. He's probably lying, but whatever. And you kind of told her. Out, what did you think? I, did I asked Charlene. We got you guys went to like what, like a Walgreens? We and did. We were like, we somehow the two of us got separated, mm -hmm. like in an almost like 
I was almost like thankful and I'm like, I'll just let Charlene explain to Natalie who I am. Which by the way, it was great. You're one of the few yeah. people who I would actually trust to do that. Oh, she's great. Um, most people, even family members, I wouldn't, like nothing irritates me more than people telling me about me. Oh, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But I think for the most part, I would trust you to tell someone about me. Oh, that's that's sweet. That's and and so you're nice. right. Charlene is extremely capable. We were talking about this yesterday. If you give her a job. Well, I didn't know this was a job I was being given. <laughs> no, you're, I trust you implicitly. Like if I have something that I'm like, no one in the world can do this. I give it to you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You're Thank very you. capable. Thank you. Good move. Husband. Fair. Thank you. Fair. Because most people project. Yeah. Most people will project yes. what they, uh, what they don't receive from you. Yeah, you know, if you're in a relationship, a friend, or an acquaintance, or a family member, they'll tell you their version of you as it relates to their relationship exactly with you and mm -hmm. what they get or don't, more specifically, don't get from you. And That's a good point. I think, it is a good point. I yeah. think our relationship is such that they're like we're great friends, but like. You know, you're like we have our lives. Yes. And so there's no real. Well, we'll easily go months upon months without communicating at all. And it's, then when we see each other, and again, I say it's this like in no the best possible way. We don't need our friendship. Yeah. But we choose to have it mm -hmm. in a great possible way mm -hmm. where, if that makes sense. No, it's true. And so therefore, there's no projection. Yeah. Or no. at least I'm not worried about it. So I told you at Walgreens or wherever. Yes. I think I asked how y'all knew each other. Yeah. We were like, oh, we, you know, we were on the same, not the same show, but the same franchise. Franchise. Yeah. And I was like, what's that? What show? <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's. You knew what the Bachelor was at that point. I knew what watched, it, yeah. uh, yes, I knew what Peter it was. Season. I had friends who'd watched it. I never, I mean, I saw it on Twitter trending, but I never cared. I never tuned in. I never, I didn't, definitely did not, rec could not recognize anyone who was on the show. Mm -hmm. Um but when you mentioned that, I was like, it all makes sense. Yeah. Everything just Especially clicked. the demographic, right? Yes. Like the people like, who were stopping. Yes. Them. Yeah. This all makes sense. Wow. Yeah. And I remember y'all chatting about The Bachelor at dinner that night. Mm -hmm. And you're like, do you know what we're talking about? I'm like, I don't. But <laughs> so, y'all go. <laughs> so what, what was the, how did your impression of him change, if at all, when you figured this out or when you, when you were told? It didn't really change. It just kind of, it everything just made sense because I was so confused like mm -hmm. that weekend in New York before I knew I was so confused because I think it took me a minute to ask him why. And we had like, we had gotten on, I remember I told him this recently. I think we'd gotten on a subway and the girl beside me is texting her friend and she's oh, yeah. like, Nick Fial just got on the subway with some <laughs> ugly girl. No, 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 no. And I'm like, she oh, didn't. No. Yes. And I'm reading it and I'm like, oh, what, who is this Talk man? What am I start? Like, what am I getting into? He's just so hot. He's yeah. world famous for just how hot he is. I know. Truly is. Because he fucked everybody? That, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how does this girl know him? Yeah. Yeah. So I was. It definitely like, just why made is she everything click. Me ugly? Like, <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> this is what's incredible to me is you're the only person of your age in your not your age of your entire segment of age that doesn't immediately Google stalk someone when you start dating them. No, I've never heard of this before. Even on our first date, Charlene was like, "Do not Google me," which is something stupid. you do not say to someone <laughs> yeah, if you don't want to get Google. She said, "Don't Google me." I was like, "What?" Oh, I'm going to go to you as soon as I get home. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, okay. And then you lied to me about it. I did. I had For weeks. to. Because I promised I wouldn't Google you. <laughs> it was, I was trapped. Yeah. 
It's trapped. <sighs> but anyway, I'm impressed. So you just so yeah. have you dated other and sorry, we'll get move on, but I, I'm a little <laughs> obsessed with this. Have you dated other men um and not Googled? Do you never Google men that you start dating? No. I don't think I've ever What's Googled wrong a man. with you? What is wrong know. with you? But this is why Natalie is special. She's different. Like, she is. She's not. You are like the least like obsessed-y like. Yeah. Like, I do sweat feel like that way too. The, the small, small stuff. stuff. No. In no. a way that I find, again, regardless of men, women, age, you know, uh. sign. Uh. <laughs> uh, she. Nice callback. She seems to have a really heightened sense of the things that matter that i mean which is I very rare I'm just take it and that, absorb and that, it that, while yes. i sit Aura. next to you that i think is you know probably a very well, a huge reason why yeah we work you did yeah. well you did well it's yeah. a good Both balance yeah okay so your first impressions and i want to keep hearing the story but i think it's a lot of the point of these love fests is to show people that you know, what you first see is not necessarily what you get at the end. And, right. and and sometimes it's quite the opposite. Like, I honestly think my first impression of Andy, it's changed a bit over time, but it's it's just filled out. You know right. what I mean? I guess mine would probably, I mean, Nick, that weekend was very quiet. I mean, we, I don't really remember us having a lot of conversations. Not in like a bad as like, yeah. yeah I remember that as well. Yeah. He meant it. I was like, we, do you guys talk or is this just like a yeah. sex well, I, thing? I mean, let's just be, let's be totally honest. Was, this was, we were going to hook up. I know was, it was. Like, oh, yeah. just like we, we were we both met, on the same page about we were that. Very, we were very aware that. of our physical attraction to each other. Like we hooked up and we had a fun New York weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100% based off of our physical attraction, which, but again, that made me more guarded of this like, I need to make it very clear we're never going to date. So yeah. like, I'm not, I don't want her to get to know me. I don't want to get to know her. Okay. And so I, that's it what was I a wanted, deliberate, yeah. like, I, I'm not, I don't want to connect. I don't want her to like me. Yeah. I don't want to like her. Yeah. I don't, this is functional. There's a, so many reasons why this is never going to work. Mm-hmm. I was trying to avoid a mess. I think every time, the first few times we hung out, we both were like, this might be the last person, I, last time I see this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interestingly enough, the way he felt about it, I felt the exact same way. So like I wasn't the one who's like, maybe he'll like me after this. Like maybe we'll date. I never went into it thinking that way. I was always, the first time we met, I'm like, this is going to be a fun weekend. We'll leave it at a fun weekend. Yeah. Every, I think for the first couple of times we hung out. Three times. Which by the way, shows a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. A ton of confidence because I think it's mu- it's human behavior to even if you don't necessarily want to date him, make him want to date you. Yeah, yeah. And especially if he's like, by the way, we're not dating. It's almost like challenge accepted. Right, right. And so I just think that that shows like a maturity. You're rising above what I consider pretty like a, a base reaction, but a very common one. And mm-hmm. certainly one that I have fallen prey to mm-hmm. in the past. So I just want to commend you on Thank that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was, I think we were both on the same page with what our relationship was from the start. Yeah. Yeah. We went to um the park. What do you fucking call the park? Central, Central Park. Central Park. park. Play yeah, frisbee. And frisbee. Yeah. And we're playing frisbee. Yeah. And she had you a good time. <laughs> yeah, she did. You and I started talking and and I was like, she's really great. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, it's just I don't, you know, and then I kind of went back to my like, but I'm not going to even all entertain 
the idea, but there was an acknowledgement and this was like, this was the Sunday, this was a Sunday afternoon. Mm -hmm. So we had gone out Saturday I think fr- Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. No, Saturday night. Cause we didn't. Cause I got there Friday. Friday, Friday. We like went to dinner ourselves as like a first initial date. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just baseline. Like, where are you from? How many siblings do you have? You know? <laughs> and I come from a large family. And so I'm like, I'm the youngest of seven. He's like, Oh, wow. I'm the second oldest of 11. And I'm like, oh, my no. God. That, so, but that first date was just kind of, it still wasn't deep. It wasn't any type of breakthrough conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Saturday night was when we met, when I met y'all. And then, yeah, Sunday we went and played Frisbee. That's the first but, yeah. y'all I've heard from you ever. Really? Yes. <laughs> I see it all the time. So there, there, that weekend for me was like, uh, she's just really easy to be around, which is, yeah. Is, is from that's a guy's good. point of view, oh, yeah, yep. that's good. Like you, it's so it's a lot of people you like having sex with and people you like being around, mm-hmm. and it's hard to I don't it's know a mix you know, them. I don't know if women probably feel the same way to yep. certain degrees, but for men, there's often a just find the person who can have both, and we, we you and I talked about there's that. no work, there's no work, right? You're not working. No, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're gonna resume the getting to know you. You part ways. Um, I think we left it, like I said, as kind of like, call me if you're ever in New York, I'll fly up again. And then maybe three days passed and we would FaceTime randomly. And then he's like, I want you to come to LA for a weekend. So I'm like, okay. And then I came, I went to LA every single month. <laughs> once, yeah. one, once or twice every single month. Again, every time we would hang out, there was kind of like this goodbye. Mm-hmm. Like this is it. Yeah. I don't know, but like yeah. definitely, maybe this could be easily it. And then we would go a few days of like not communicating, and then one of us would reach out, and there would always be a build. I think part of it for me was an anxiousness of I need her to leave because like I'm really enjoying her and I got really uncomfortable because like we kept hanging out, right? It was hard not to get to know each other when you're spending more and more time together. So I like, I wanted her to leave each time because I was getting uncomfortable with like, I could tell we were getting, it was becoming more obviously than just hooking up. Mm -hmm. Like I I was getting to know her and she was. Okay. So there you're getting to know her. What are the things you're getting to know, the adjectives of why you start to get attached beyond the attraction? I found myself being resistant to fully appreciating that she was, in fact, going back to what we talked about, like just kind of great, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like easy to be around. Because I, you my, denied the, her greatness. There were, for quite yeah, some well, there were parts of me have been like, you know, sh- she doesn't, you know, like the only reason why she's so easy to be around, or why she's not annoying, is because she's filtering herself. She's just. She, I haven't met the real Natalie, mm. was what I would right. tell myself. Yeah, so she was just a really thoughtful, kind person. It's very calming. Easy to be around and, and considerate. Very considerate. Mm-hmm. Just very, just always present. Like, and I can be in my head. And she would she would help me be more present for me. So our the first time we ever met Natalie was at Fern's. Mm-hmm. which we chose yes. because we don't eat meat, but we still crave meat. And so we go to restaurants that have really good beyond or impossible burgers. And when you say considerate, I just, it really stood out to me. 
they know there's tons of meat on the menu. I know you eat meat, yes. but we had chosen the restaurant because of this burger and we were like, we were so excited about it. And you were like, I want to try it. And that's what you ordered. And I can't, I know it sounds like a silly example, but most people wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most people would be like, nah, I want like I'll have, a, I'll, have a bite. Yeah. I'll have a bite of yours. Yeah. yeah. Or not even. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, I don't want to try that weird fake meat. Right. And she was like, oh, I want to try it. And yeah. she and she ate it and, and for you told us you liked it. I did. Yeah. No, I, I asked him. I said, when we were trying to decide where to go to dinner, I was like, where did we go that first time? I'd love to have that burger again. Wow. Not sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah it was just like a really sweet moment of her noticing and and being yeah. open, open. You know, I was impressed with that. It as was well. a we never forgot your ordering <laughs> no. of an impossible burger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so I want to hear Natalie your perspective throughout all this. You know, he's he's purposely keeping you at bay, which I didn't know it was purposeful. Oh, okay, I did not know. Okay, I just was like, I mean, the first weekend, I'm like, maybe we he's just guarded, and I don't know. And then second weekend, I was like maybe we just aren't compatible. Like maybe he doesn't want to talk to me. I don't know. And I always be like, what should we talk? And I would get in my head about it because I, I thought that we just genuinely had nothing to talk about. And I have always been a very talkative person. It's been easy for me to talk to anyone. Mm -hmm. I never really have awkward silences with anyone. And for him, I mean, it was awkward all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Something I that's this what we is all weird. love about Nick. So. Why, why did you he's, stick around? Nick is not the, afraid this, of an awkward silence. No, he's, he's not. He's a brave he's man not. when yes. it comes to awkwardness. Yeah, you. I respect that. You, you embrace an awkward silence better than anyone else. I yeah. know. Yeah, I'm doing it's, fine. Yeah. <laughs> to you, it's a golden awkward. silence. Yeah. To everyone else, it's yeah. awkward. So why did so you stick still? around? Yeah, why did you stick around? <laughs> well, I was attracted to him, and the sex was great. <laughs> Like I said, we were both kind of in it for the same reasons in the beginning. I mean, we both and we made it, I think, pretty obvious to each other that that's what we were there for. There for. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was the third time we hung out, third time I flew to L.A. maybe, that, you know, I've, I'm very close with my mother and I, you know, had talked to her about all of this and I'm like, I'm flying out here once a month. Like, what? I mean, I'm not really talking to anyone else. We FaceTime every day. Like, I kind of, I, I like this guy. My mom's like, just tell him. So we're, he's like taking me to the airport. I was like, I think this is the last time that, because he told me I'm not dating you. I'm not dating. I'll never date you. So when he's taking me to the airport, I'm like, I, this is the last time that I can do this. Like, I just can't keep coming out here and, and doing this to myself. So I don't think, and he's like, okay, <laughs> like, uh, close it up. I just said, okay. It's like two chess masters. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. But again, for like me, she's like ghosting just, you and he's like, fine. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, it was one of those things where I just was like, the only right thing to say is, okay, I wasn't going to plead with her. I wasn't going to yeah. try to convince her of the reasons why we should keep hanging out or yep. why like it's, Again, restraint. Why why are we like, why ruin a good thing? Speaking of like, I was just like, okay, you're probably right. You both did the right Mm -hmm. thing. You both said the right thing. (laughs) But then, like, you know, four days would go by. And then we'd face out again. I do know, like, in those moments, I was like, if she wants to reach out, that's fine. And then she would. And then I would, you know. Would you say, in some ways, your attraction to her worked against her? No. The only reason we're together right now (laughs) is because I personally think like the sex was so good and I find her to be 
so hot that when I was blocking everything out about her as the person she is and how great she was and, and my unwillingness to try to see that for fear that I just feel like I just, that's what I'm I mean, not in the though, right spot, but it was, well, both. No, because at, at first, but I think it's the thing that it actually helped us because, <laughs> because it was like, I, I get, kept coming back yeah, before I allowed myself to get to know, I would have quit. I yeah. 100% would have quit. But you said that you felt like your attraction to her could blind you. Do you, in that sense, at, think it worked against her? No, not at that point. So what was, what were you so afraid of? Yeah. Like, you know, when people call up, right, and they ask me their, you know, my thoughts on their situation, whatever situation, like sometimes I will just make it very clear that like what you want, your situation is you want to be the exception to the rule. Mm -hmm. And that's fine if you do, but if you, by definition, like the exception of the rule means the odds are stacked against you. I don't know what the percentage is, 1% chance of it working, 10, 20, but it's most likely not going to work. And my analytical pragmatic brain was just fully aware that if I were to try this, I would be wanting to be the exception of the rule. Mm -hmm. And I am very cautious about uh, being aware of that and not being so delusional with myself or my ego that because everyone like they think of how and why they should be the exception to the rule. Yeah. And you, everyone can be the exceptional rule and everyone has at some point in their life in some aspect. But I was aware that pursuing a relationship with Natalie, you know, living in different cities, you know, potentially different aspects of their life, you know, mm -hmm. was going to be the exception to the rule. Mm -hmm. And so I was incredibly cautious about that. I mean, and I feel like this is something we can really attest to is that what really I think worked against you was him thinking that you were at different points in your life because there is no one who's more sincere about really looking for it yeah. than him. Yeah. Like, I feel like you weren't, there was no more interest in sowing the oats. I'm not a saint. I don't no, want to. No, you know, I'm but not. Like, trust me. I, I'm not saying you're a saint, but I'm saying that in terms there of. There was an oat to soil. I'd soil it, but I wasn't going to soil, soil your oats. You I don't know. I don't know if you want to soil But I'm just saying like, <laughs> That's not, I don't like, maybe, I, maybe I wasn't like soil. some devout, like, but yes, I was intentional yeah. with my dating. You, yes, I can say that and not be calling you a saint. Yeah. My point is that you were very sincere. And I think that that, that played into assumptions made about you. Yeah, I agree. And then worked against you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now you you know you really like him. Like, right. what about him do you like? In the beginning, like I said, he was very guarded. We didn't talk a lot. And then he just, like, slowly started opening up. He started kind of breaking down my walls. I think I started to break down his walls. He has the biggest heart of anyone that I've ever met. And he just truly knows. I mean, and I haven't – obviously, in this part – in that part in our relationship, I wasn't really experiencing it. But now I can say that I've never been – loved by someone i've never felt loved by someone as much as i feel it from him oh wow i mean he truly just makes me feel oh my god uh -oh. <laughs> i'm like gonna cry oh. no that's so sweet a no and i i love that you're touching on that because i was hoping this would come up just i think nick is like the ultimate gobstopper like he's got so many shells yeah there's so many shells it's not easy to get to know you and I've always 
wanted to get to know someone who got to know him to that level because yeah. I know that he has it in him and I think that that's really cool. He does. I, he I feel like he's yeah. a softy way he deep is. down. He is. He is. <laughs> yeah. My dog gets on. The, the <laughs> yeah. hardest ones when they break, they break so hard. They do. You're, you're very similar in that yes. way. I, I am like- embarrassingly loving to Charlene. In private, like it would be mortifying. <laughs> Yeah, like a true, a true simp. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, by the way, for saying that about me. But um, people have asked me what I was looking for. And safety is num- like number one. And yeah. then safety, like it's weird. You don't usually hear, I think men, you know, in the climate, we women's safety is very important, like, rightfully so, because a lot of situations women should, don't feel safe. And again, justifiably so. Mm-hmm. But like, men want to feel safe to be able to be the simps right and Mm -hmm. then there or whatever and love someone's you know and and i i don't give it out very very easily (laughs) at least i you know that's what what i've grown into um and so i mean like over the past decade it like it very few people received that from me i i have no doubt but to nally's credit now i mean and, and nally was the one who kind of well, she would share things about her life that she experienced um, and some really tough times. And I think in a way, the, you know, trauma bonding or whatever, it wasn't, but she felt safe enough with me to open up about her life. And she's had some real true life experiences, uh, which made me feel more comfortable. Like, you know, like I felt like I had to relate to her and, and, and because again, I always, I just, I never gave her the benefit of the doubt. Where does that come from? You think? Like when you get older, you become more pragmatic. It's like, it's a fine line between perspective and cynicism. Mm -hmm. It's just a very fine line as you get older. And the one thing you don't have is perspective when you're younger. And that's what makes Natalie... Who she is is because we've left, we led very different lives, mm-hmm. you know, like being the second oldest of 11 and, and and being the youngest of seven, I think also like according to my therapist, Darlene, mm-hmm. is a, a, it's, it's not uncommon for that to happen. And Natalie like just lived a life very different than I did. And she has a lot of perspective on life that I, I didn't give, you know, and, and so for me, as I got older, you get perspective and you get more cynical, you know, you have to catch the cynicism. You have to realize, you know, it's hard. It's like, it's, yeah, a, it's, a, it in. it's a cat and mouse it's game. A wild stallion. Another thing you relate to. I yeah. Think. yeah. Uh, Natalie, you, you were born and raised in Alabama, correct? Yeah. Uh, Auburn, Alabama. I was there for about 15 years, born and raised there. And then I moved to New York for two years. And, and tell me a little bit about the moving to New York. I, my mom was a model mm-hmm. as a teenager and I found a box of her photos, um, her modeling photos. And I was like, I want to do this. I want to look this beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, if you can figure out how to do it. And I researched, found some photographers, did everything myself. If my mom tells you the story, she tells it at, the determination side, I guess, comes mm. back out in me because I was like, I am going to figure out how to be a model. I want to do this. Um, I made the connects and then there was obviously no modeling in Auburn, Alabama. Right. Um, I wasn't in the right market to work in Atlanta. And so they told me I needed to go to New York and 
it took a lot of convincing and talking and going back and forth. But eventually my mom kind of said, you know, I feel like this is an opportunity that could change your life and I don't want to be the person that held you back from it. So I dropped out of high school and I moved to Harlem, New York at 15 by myself. Amazing. That's Amazing. That's and then her, her mom paid for the first. Yeah, my mom paid. So then all the semantics came in and my mom, you know, I'm living in Harlem, New York City in a studio apartment with two other girls. My mom said, I'll pay your first month's rent. And if you don't have enough money to pay your second month's rent, then you'll have to come home. Wow. Wow. That's I not like very, that deal. Yeah. Great. Hardcore. Uh, yeah. And she lasted there for two I lasted years. lasted there for two years. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Damn. Mm-hmm. Good job. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. She's very Thank determined. You. Yeah. Yeah. And beautiful. That helps when you're I, lear- I, just, I learned a lot. I mean, I grew up very fast because of that. And I, I learned a lot, but I would never change that for the world. And I mean, what, it, just if, if you don't mind expounding upon that, how did you sort of stop the modeling and move into the yeah, medical? I want to know So that I was too. here for two years and then it kind of got to a very slow, I got stopped really booking jobs. It got in like Christmas, Thanksgiving time where the industry shuts down. And my mom, I was supposed to do online schooling and never did. And so my mom, you know, told me, she was like, you have to graduate high school. Like, I don't want you to get a GED. I Mm. want you to graduate high school. And I didn't want to go back to Auburn because I just left and moved to New York. You know, I didn't Mm. want to come back. Mm. Like, so my dad lived in Savannah, Georgia. So I moved to Savannah and went back to high school and graduated on time with my class after dropping out for two years and took a break off. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then, um, was in a very dark time in my life, was in a very, very bad relationship, lived in my car for a little bit. And then finally my sister took me in and her husband and they were like, you're going to go to college. You're going to figure out what it is you're going to do. You're going to get on the right track. And they kind of pushed me into that right direction. So. Wow. You grew up really, really fast. Living in the car was a pride thing that's where her pride definitely yeah i i left a, a, a very very bad relationship and i didn't want to like she chose to live in a car good for you. didn't want to fall anyone. back on any of my you know family you. or anything yeah. wow i'm glad you asked that andy me too i just learned a lot about <laughs> you no and it also makes sense with what you said earlier about just you know you couldn't conceive that she would be in a certain place at you know her point in her life but then you learn about these sides of you and it's like, oh, maybe you could. <laughs> you know, maybe you could have the perspective, what you talked about. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think I could let this go without like asking you about your career because I think it's really interesting. And Nick, I'm curious to know how her work played into your impression of her, if at all. Okay. Na- Natalie, first, will you tell us what, just for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, so I'm a, surg- a certified surgical technologist. So I uh, basically assist surgeon in the operating room. It's so crazy that she does that. <laughs> I'm so impressed. I don't know. Like you have a stomach that I simply do not possess. Like that yeah. is so amazing. It's so fun. I love it. Love so it. blood doesn't bother you at all. Blood does not bother me at all. No. Amazing. And that's always been the case. You've never been afraid of it. I don't think so. I mean, I've obviously never been put into a situation like I have been in my career, mm-hmm. but I remember my first day and my clinical rotations as a college student. And it's like, this is awesome. Like, I don't think I ever was grossed out by it. So you found the passion for this in college? 
Yes, because my brother-in-law is a surgeon. He's a general surgeon. And when I was lost and trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life, he guided me to this. Um, basically, I mean, he he had stories all the time and photos and videos of crazy stuff that he did. And I loved seeing that. And so he was like, maybe you should, you know, go to school to be a surgeon. And I was like, Hmm. Wait, what's so he, the closest like what else can I do <laughs> <laughs> it's like still in there but Almost not that not, yeah. <laughs> and so that's how I got here so Nick when you learned that was like did that change your impression of her at all because I think that's a pretty specific thing like that's pretty neat like to me it changed the way I saw I you know I'm gonna be changed. honest Thank you, yeah. I don't know if it changed because I think I found out early enough where I was still forming mm-hmm. the opinion but I was I, I liked I was impressed yeah it is impressive I mean I liked that she was good at something I knew nothing about, you mm-hmm. know, like I can only learn from her. And I like that. She's assisted in some very fascinating surgeries and uh, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. I okay. I want to move things along because we're going really slow. Yeah, but can can you give us the sort of close notes of how you got from that sort of push, pull, push, pull. We keep talking, but we're uh, to being like, we're doing this. So yeah, so back kind of going back to like she was the first time she was like, "This is the last time I'm coming out. I don't want to keep doing this." Mm-hmm. And again, I can't stress enough to the people listening. And I was, she was so chill and so matter of fact. She was just simply stating what she wanted, mm-hmm. and I gave a very simple, okay. And she didn't. She just said, "Okay, is back." Like there was no pleading. It wasn't like she very much meant what she said in that moment, which is I'm just going to tell you what I want. I'm going to reply. And mm-hmm. she said, okay. I think she might've come out to Ally one more time. And then I got called to New York for work a couple of times. And this was right before mm-hmm. the pandemic. I remember. And right. So that right before the pandemic, she, I was in, we were staying at the Williamsburg hotel, which is kind of like our, our spot. That's where we first met in person. And we went to dinner and the second time she did it, we're out to dinner. And again, the keep in mind the first time she's like, I don't want to keep doing this. She wasn't even like, I think we should date. She was like, I'm just done with this. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. And then the second time we're at the dinner and she was just like, I think we should, I don't care. I think we should at date. At this point it had been going on for six months. Cause I remember being like, We've been doing this for six months. Yeah. But you were very clear. And I remember, because I was just like so impressed, that you were just like, I want to date you. You were very matter yeah, of fact. Right. Again, I can't I can't emphasize this enough that if this is Natalie was an absolute Jedi this whole way. There's no way mm-hmm. we'd be dating if it weren't for Natalie and how she approached the situation. She did everything perfectly. Mm. But I, again, was... I stuck to my guns, whether I was right or wrong or being stubborn or cynical, but I I just, and I was like, we clearly were giving in to the fact that we liked each other and we did keep hanging out. So again, I wasn't like, if I was truly trying to be righteous, I would have never, I would have been like, sorry, we can't hang out. But I said no. And we, that was the, that was the first night she got there. So, and she didn't pout the rest of the weekend we didn't argue. She didn't bring it up five more times to try to change my mind. Mm-hmm. She just said, okay. 
We had a great fucking weekend. We hung out with you guys. What is, can you remind me? Just just give me a restaurant we went to. So or something no, we did. That was the weekend we walked along the the, the, the West Side Highway. Highway. It was yeah, right before the pandemic. Which like it was like when okay. When, so there was right. This was like literally March like tenth. Yeah. Right 13th. before the pandemic. Okay. But before we ran into you, that she got into town and we went to a nice like this kind of famous steak place in Brooklyn. I forget the name. Yeah. And Luger's. there she was just like. It was Peter Luger? Probably. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Peter Luger. Yes. Yeah. We were trying to think. Of and. So, so I remember the weekends and I don't remember there being any tension. Absolutely not. I don't remember you acting in any sort of way that suggested there was an issue. Were you in any way like heartbroken or were you kind of just like, "Eh, I'll move on? No, not really. Because we still had fun. Like, even though I wasn't getting the, you know, relationship that I necessarily wanted. Mm -hmm. Every time we hung out, we still had a great time. Mm -hmm. And I still would, would miss hanging out with them yeah but wasn't there like during that weekend in particular didn't you have a heavy heart like weren't you sad didn't you feel like a somber no. tone to everything no because he had shut me down so many before. times <laughs> yeah. nice so I was like, but she was such a pro a I, I, I do yeah. remember one time you, you said at that dinner because we were very open about very we open, were dating yeah. other people mm-hmm. right uh, we would even discuss it sometimes. I was kind of curious her ability to have that conversation. I was really impressed by her honesty and mm. my ability to be honest with her mm-hmm. uh, and and continue to be able to talk. You know, it never escalated past a, like a civil, mature conversation. And I said this as a comment, like, she, like who wouldn't want to date Natalie? And, and she, I mean, she people are pursuing her all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think... It was her confidence, her quiet confidence of I think she always knew that she would be okay. Mm-hmm. And she should know that because like she would yeah. be. Because <laughs> she would be. <laughs> so then the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. the world stops. Mm-hmm. And we left that week and very much like this is probably it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and then the pandemic hit. And then when the you know, the pandemic hit, the world completely got turned on its head. Everything kind of changed. There was a very doom, literal doomsday kind of eerie feeling in the world. And then like two, three weeks into the pandemic, like this is where no one's flying. Nothing's going on. Uh, You know, and we started talking more and more because like we're all stuck at home. And then I was like, do you? And at this point, we'd only hung out for long weekends in person. And I was like, do you you want to come out? You know, like, and then, you know, we were what is flying safe or whatever. And then like you always different opinions. But this was like no one Planes still existed. Flights were still mm-hmm. going on. No, no, one's one on on no one's on them. She flew out and we spent uh, like eight days together. And I had, we had an amazing time, oh. you know? And, and then once again, uh, it's her last day. And the, once again, she's just like uh, another, like she escalated the, we just spent a whole fucking week together. We yeah. had a great fucking time. I think we should date, you know, mm-hmm. calmly. Very like, Matter of but fact. had she had more data to be like, I know I'm right about this. And I was just like, just steadfast. She's like, remember you told me I wouldn't date you unless the world came to an end? Like, come on. Yeah. And, I, and I just said, no, and I just, I just, I, you know, I had, a, I had a very clear wall. It was a non-negotiable for me. Nothing was going to change that. And, and, and were you, were you going to continue? Let's just say she was okay with that arrangement. Were you going to continue to like 
as long as humanly possible. No, to- because again, it was, I was, I can't keep doing this either. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I do like her and fuck. And then. That was the last time that I ever brought it up. That was the last time she brought it up. Um, and is that the last time, like, like with I, purpose? Like, we're like, I'm never asking this again. I'm yeah, done. Yeah, I was like, I'm mentally checked out. I'm done with And this. you were officially like, not yeah. going back ever. That like, you were done. Yeah. Yeah. I started like openly seeing more oh, people, she, and I was like, that, okay. yes. So mo- I had like th- moved on in my. So to Natalie's point, yes, thank you for mentioning that. But there was a clear shift uh-huh. from that point, and after I dropped, she went home. We didn't, our, how much we talked drastically dropped off. Uh, I tried to like actively start dating other people and like kind of got back on to like, oh, like, you know, Zoom, people were talking about Zoom dates and DM mm-hmm. and, and dating apps. And so I was making an effort to like, because you catch yourself when you're hanging out with someone, you're looking less. You're, you're mm-hmm. you know, and so I obviously wasn't looking as much. And yeah. So I, started dating other people and she started dating other people and we, we still talked uh, just enough and it was, I probably didn't realize in the moment, but it was more me reaching out to her. Um, and like she started dating other people. I started asking more questions about who she was dating and I was dating people. I found myself like missing her and thinking about her. I was fuck, you know, it's just, and I think that's when I like, I, I called you guys. I was just like, I don't really, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm actually thinking like about doing everything it. I said to myself, like reconsidering. And then when we would talk, I'd be like, what are you doing? And again, it was such a pro move, like such a Jedi. She's like, I'm going on a date. Cause he'd FaceTime. <laughs> we always FaceTimed each other. We never called each other. And I would be like, Putting on makeup, getting ready at eight o'clock. It's at like night. a master like, class. It's like a master class. It's like you know, it's so many people are afraid to tell. Like, oh, I don't want to tell him because then he won't like. Oh, no, he'll tell, be mad. Tell. And she and it wasn't petty. No, it was so matter of fact. It was like, yeah, I'm going on a like, date. Why? Yeah, why, there's no purpose. Why I'm would doing this? Was yeah. I want to go on a date? date. Yeah. This is what yeah. I have planned. That's what I do. I did. You asked, and, right. and she wouldn't. She's so good. She would only answer my questions. You know what I'm saying? Like she wouldn't be like, "Oh, I'm glad you asked. Let me vomit all. Yeah. Like let me yeah. try to make you jealous now that you yeah. asked." Yeah, yeah. She was like, "I'm going well, to date." You could have had this, but now someone else has got yeah. it. No, yeah, yeah. look at this picture. Yeah. Huh? Just, yeah. I was so impressed. Uh, at the time, I didn't fully appreciate how I was just more bothered and annoyed. <laughs> I, I respected the point where, like, I was like, "You know what? She's yeah, she's dating. All right, great. You know, I can't I can't get mad. Certainly can't get jealous." Well, you can get jealous, just can't get yeah, mad. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, and I think she would ask me sometimes. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm jealous. But like, you have every right to do, like, I can't, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Like, uh, he'd like, te- we'd, and like, I'm going on this date. He'd be like, oh, okay, well, like, text me while you're there. And he'd text me and I wouldn't reply. She wouldn't reply. Nice. Drive him strong, nuts. strong. <laughs> she would, uh, yeah, it was really just master class. I think that's when you called me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. And then, <laughs> help. <laughs> I was putting a lot of energy and effort into not caring that she was dating another guy. Like it was, it was exhausting me (laughs) trying not to care (laughs) that she was dating another guy. And, and then I was more like, okay, like you've been so cautious that essentially minus going on the show, you haven't really dated uh, anyone significantly. I mean, again, I've had some people I dated for two or three months and there were some 
considerations mm-hmm. for various reasons of maybe this will, you know, and it just didn't. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I have like, I haven't called someone my girlfriend in a decade. So I was like, even if this will fail, like, fuck it. Like, what do I have? I like, I was kind of like, what do I have to lose? Like, I might as well, even if it is low, high risk with, it was like, I'm, I'm, I'm spending all this energy mm-hmm. in this resisting, resisting. But prior to that, he, we were on FaceTime and he was like, Oh, I have to tell you something. And I was like, what? That you're in love with me. He was like, well, yeah, that, but something else. And I was like, <gasps> and then a couple of days later I texted him and I was like, just to let you know, like I'm in love with you too. Wow. But what's really important about that is that's when she was dating someone else. I, I leaned in. I, I allowed it to happen. It felt natural. It felt right. It felt sincere. Mm-hmm. And she didn't fucking flinch. Mm. She wasn't like, she didn't go to her friends and be like, right. well, we've, well, we've used the L word. Like, this is like, she didn't start <laughs> thing, waiting around right? for me. <laughs> she didn't like stop hanging out with this guy. Mm-hmm. I remember when I started like kind of losing control of like my, like, Nick went a little crazy. Your Nickness? <laughs> Nick did. He went a little crazy. Well, relative to like my pragmatic. No, yeah, no, it's normal. You know, like I, I, I one time mm-hmm. I said to her, I'm like, but we said I love you. And she's like, so? <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it was, oh God, I just, I was so impressed. But yeah, so very long story short, I, I just was like, I, if you are still willing, I want to try. Finally. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very interesting. Okay, so do you think that had she not, had I don't she, regret anything. You, you, okay. And if you're going to ask me, like, what I have done, it di- not no, one no. Thing it was more that you did. It require her pulling away for you to sure push for yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. I never felt like she was trying to win a game between the two of us. Mm-hmm. She was simply reacting to each situation in the most authentic authentic and mature possible way that made me feel like she was as anyone as much as anyone can be in control of her feelings and emotions and that made me feel very safe to be around her Mm -hmm. in a way it you got to know her very well oh, throughout. One hundred percent. So like, yeah. like oh, would you do it different? I have no regrets, yeah. and I and and like I remember those nine months, whatever it was, like very fondly. Mm-hmm. Like we had some great oh, fucking yeah. times, and like yeah, like like we were never mad at each other. We never fought. We never. It wasn't like again. She didn't fight with. She didn't waste the energy to fight with me about something there wasn't to fight about. She just said what she wanted. She respected that I wasn't ready. And so we didn't, why, why fight? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, the only reason two people would fight in that situation is when you're not willing to accept and respect uh, what the other person says. And I think there was a mutual level of respect. Like she respected my nose and I respected, you know, when she pulled away. Mm Mm-hmm. Very. That was the longest answer to this question ever. But I, I necessary though. And also, it shows that not every together coming yeah. is, you know, is clear cut. No, it's like almost like Rocky Balboa, Apollo Creed. Yeah, it's, it's like a real how so? How so? <laughs> In what way is it not? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean you're just two guys who are at the top of their game, and that's. What, <laughs> wait a minute, this is going to be a tough analogy. Yeah. My point is, is at the end, you know, they can't beat each other, and they can't not beat each other, so they just. This is a terrible analogy. 
But um, I, deep down, I know it, it works it somewhere. Works. I, no, I but like I, again, to you know, if you're gonna, if if something is the exception to the rule, it almost always has to like manifest itself in a way that's non-traditional. Mm. Like it's, I, oh, absolutely, right? Like yeah. we weren't gonna. I had too many insecurities and questions that needed to be answered. That quite frankly needed nine months for me to like take it slowly, and. I do think people need to date slower in general. You know? Yeah. And like you, you meet someone, you get excited and then it's like, we should date or we should, you know, like there's a difference between focusing on someone you like and then dropping everything and saying we're boyfriend and girlfriend now. Well, I don't know if I agree that people should date slower. I think people should date more honest. I think oh, both. both of you, I, I think if you're honest, the truth is she's going to set you, bo like both of you were honest from the beginning mm -hmm. to now. There's never been any games, never yeah, been any that, dishonesty. And I think it's key to differentiate because I feel like on the surface, your story could sound like it had a lot of games, but it actually no. wasn't. No, you no. were just not, like, yeah. no, this is how I feel. I don't yeah. want to do this. When I, right. she, it wasn't a means to an end. It was just how you When yeah. we would, like, if I asked about a date, she would give me the courtesy of being honest. Mm -hmm. with my question mm -hmm. and i almost would be like i i, I would I, I think i was like well thanks for telling me thanks yeah. for being honest like we built such trust in in the nine months that we weren't exclusive because mm -hmm. we had nothing to lie about you know people lie all the time and they don't have reasons to lie but they're just so used to lying yeah mm -hmm. they're just afraid of the other person getting they mad don't feel safe it. not lying yeah when we started dating i just was very clear that there's nothing we can't talk about and doesn't mean we won't get mad. It's a very safe space to live in where you yes. can acknowledge your feelings mm -hmm. and, and that other person doesn't feel attacked because they didn't do, again, they didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just feel this way. Can I tell you how I feel? And like, I'm sure I'm a lot to blame for my feelings, but I just want to be able to tell you. And I think building that was a, a, a significant for us yeah well, i mean and we talk a lot here about it being a safe place mm -hmm. you know if you don't feel safe yeah then what is the point what's like, the point really that's you're one always of the walking main... on eggshells your yeah, whole life you're always like worried what's around the corner okay so today you're together you're dating you live together how would you say you complement each other nick has a more uh dramatic side to him and I feel like I am the more like mellow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's real. I mean, I, I I recommend for all men out there, be the more dramatic person in your. If you're so, if there's nothing. <laughs> if you can be I, so lucky to be I the drama queen in a relationship that situation, but I'm yes. just saying, <laughs> choose to be. If you can be the drama queen in yeah, your relationship, that's a good point. It's. It's pretty great. Yeah. You are. You're I'm totally the drama. Yeah. I, you know what? That may be the most poignant thing you've ever said. <laughs> He's right. It's it's a real gift. Yeah. She's Very undramatic. Yeah. And and vice versa. Like, are you entertained by his drama? Um, he I feel like he motivates me to be the best version of myself because he's a very hardworking person. Yes. He and is. he's always about um you never stop working on yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think and he's very diligent. The day he dies. Yeah. Yeah. And so he always, I think, has brought that side out in me to where I don't ever. It's like, you can, you want to go to school to be a doctor? You could do that. At 80 years old, you could do that. 
and be done. <laughs> you still have time to be a doctor. Like he's very uh, motivating in that oh. way. Oh, that's nice. Also, I got to say as a fellow mellow person, I mean, I don't know if I'm that mellow, but next to you, I'm mellow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you are. I'm I'm very entertained by my drama queen. Oh yeah, <laughs> partner for sure. <laughs> for sure yeah. From what I can, from what I know about all the four of us, Natalie's the least dramatic. Yes. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. We, yeah, I, I'm definitely more dramatic. <laughs> yeah. But you are better than Andy and I. Yeah, you guys are. You guys like to get worked up. They yeah, do. It's endearing. It is. I do like to see him get worked up. What's it's, life it is without getting worked up? I will. I don't. I forget what it was. Something happened with my podcast production behind the scenes and i was not happy mm -hmm. and i i when it comes to like being a boss or or like i have high expectations and i'm i'm very clear with my expectations and i can be very curt and i can be very direct but i also think i can be very fair mm -hmm. and understanding and patient and generous at, at times mm -hmm. i can i i think sometimes that's you know when you're patient you you can be taken advantage of mm -hmm. right you really very much mm -hmm. can and it's, it's a hard balance right yes but something happened where i was i was fucking done and i was talking to my manager and and some other people on a conference call and i was in the most calmest possible way i was like you all just need to listen to me tell you exactly how i feel about the situation and then you're going to tell me how you're all going to fix it. And, and I was like, that's I was, hot. And Natalie was just like, I am so turned on right now. I was just like, it was, uh, and I, did, I just remember that. Why. I remember that moment because I was just very, like, very, yes. you know, I'm very, I'm very. Yeah, you don't, I feel like you wouldn't whip out that card lightly. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. But Natalie saw that for the first time. And I was, I was a little self-conscious because I just was dealing with something and she was there and I wasn't sure how she would respond. Yeah. But turns out it was a good thing. <laughs> yeah, <it was. laughs> so I want to know what is different about this partnership versus other ones in the past? Like what makes this work that you haven't found with other ones? I think it's our honesty and just mm. how truly open and honest we were in the beginning, which has made us so honest. It's set the and stage. Open. Yeah, yeah, now. And I think without that in the beginning, it would be a tough relationship now. It's funny you say that because I completely agree. And, I, you know, obviously trust is so imperative in a relationship. But without feeling like you can be completely honest, it's hard to achieve trust. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know. When, when couples are like, oh, yeah, we really trust each other, but they're not actually telling each other everything, then it's like, well, right, you don't really right. trust each other then. Yeah. Do you agree, Nick? Well, what, I mean, I, I, could go, I could go on and on. Everything's better with Natalie than it's ever been with anyone else for me. I don't compete with Natalie. It's the first girlfriend I ever had where there wasn't like mm -hmm. a competition. Mm -hmm. I always felt like I was dating women who were, tried to compete with me. Mm -hmm. Um I don't feel that from Natalie. Yeah. I'm, I'm still uh, a skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. know, I, I, there, I catch myself in my paranoia waiting for the shoe to drop. Is he exhausting to date? <laughs> and I say that because he's like, he's always thinking about the worst case. Yeah, he, it's okay. You can say this. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I mean, he is a very overthinker and yeah. he does you know, think the worst, I think sometimes. Um, but I try to 
bring him back to mm-hmm. reality. Another way in which you compliment him. Yeah. Yeah. I try. Okay, so, because actually Andy's favorite question, Andy asks this in every love fest. I do. There's a fight. There's a disagreement. What happens? Give us the order of events. And how is it resolved, most importantly? Yeah. yeah. We knock each other out. <laughs> we just openly express what happened and how it affected us, how it hurt my feelings or what, you know, whatever he said or whatever he did or the situation, how it hurts my feelings. And then he recognizes that and we apologize to each other and we hug each other and it's fine. Yeah, I don't. Or I sometimes don't. the next day I'll be like, sorry, I was a fucking bitch. I am so sorry. I was so grumpy. So that's, or, well, that's important. Like me, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm very much like, I'm sorry. I know I did this. Yeah, yeah. But I, the, sometimes it'll take an hour. Sometimes it'll take yeah. five Absolutely, hours. Yeah. But yeah. Like we're both pride. Like if we have kids together, like it'll be a, a wonderful, prideful, in a good way. But something they'll have to, they'll be very hardworking. They'll be very determined people. Mm-hmm. But they'll, their pride level might be off the charts. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how. I'm a little worried for our unborn child. <laughs> I am but too. that's an important thing to note is, is you do say you're sorry. There you Absolutely. come like, do, who says sorry first usually is my question. I think it's 50, 50. Yeah. So well, it's proportionate good. to yeah. the crime. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So wow. neither so you of you are afraid. Responsibility. Yeah. And which makes me think going back on our, despite us being prideful people, we're very good apologizers. That's great. That's very important. Even if you feel like, I think I'm a little more right, but the relationship is important enough to preserve and, and there's, it's not worth it. Is that what I always like to compare the relationship to is a queen bee. Mm-hmm. It's like the workers are all, it doesn't matter what's going on. The workers have to protect queen bee. So the relationship is a queen bee. Do you ever kind of swallow a little bit of pride and be like, you know what? I still think I'm a little right, but you know what? Not worth it. Uh, going to apologize sincerely. The, the queen bee is clearly the priority. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, I, I do think the biggest misconception about me uh, is my, like, I'm, I'm, I have no problem apologizing. I have no problem admitting I'm wrong. We have this kind of running joke where Natalie loves to be right, <laughs> loves to be right. Now, granted, as someone who's podcast, I'm constantly making points and she hears me and watches me talk to myself and, you know, we, we have a very playful, competitive aspect of loving you know, of, of um, I think this and I think that, and we'll find out who's right. And then Natalie's right a lot. And mm. I'm always like, you're yeah. clearly right. You're right. You know? And I kind of tease her. I'm like, you really like, you you enjoy being right. But even then I think I know when I'm being petty, I'm fully aware when I'm being petty and I just refuse to be petty in my relationship, especially with Natalie. And I'm sure I have in past relationships, but uh, all I do is want to solve whatever problem it is, and and that's really the only goal. There's no winning by being right. And I do one thing. I think we do a good job of is we have yet to ever made the other person feel wrong for having feelings about anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so important. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's now time for the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Yay! <laughs> okay. I didn't get a ton of confidence as you wrote your answers, but Natalie, you were quick. I was quick, but I don't think they're they're pretty open ended. I mean, also like maybe yeah, they're very broad. We they, haven't really discussed some of these things. Yeah, I mean, this game is hard, and like I told you while you're writing your answers, we have gotten a couple who got one nothing. So well, that might be us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question number one, Natalie. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? 
My you can show your camera. Superpower would be to go back in time. Ooh. Time travel. Yep. Nick. I don't want to go to the future, but I would love to go to the past. Oh, Andy will relate to you <gasps> on that. Andy respects ah! your superpower. Dinosaurs? Totally. Thank you. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Nick, I, what you do you want the... me to show? My answer or yeah, my Yeah, you're going to show your answer for Natalie. So did you... I put mind control. Oh, you thought she would want mind control? It was a total guess. Oh. <laughs> that's a really, what? that's a bold guess. <laughs> a bold guess. Most people would say flying. Yeah, that's really specific. Flying was uh, and invisibility were both on my <laughs> options I gave for myself for her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Nick, what did you answer to this? What superpower uh, would you I would you want the power to trans teleport, transport anywhere, like by thinking, like, a, I'm in Egypt. You we're, know? we're the same. That's my superpower. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Maybe. We should do a newlyweds game with you two. Natalie, I put fly and a question mark behind it because I was not not sure. I think flying (laughs) is the default. I think it is also. That's why I put it. We should have both been like, we don't know. Let's both put. Yeah. 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 But then you're gaming the game. Oh, for one. I want that. Well, for one. Yeah. Already. Most people start over one. They do. Question number two, Natalie. It's your last meal on earth. Mm-hmm. What do you order? I'm, I'm curious the leeway you're going to give for these answers because well, I was specific. You'll find out. Mine is Chick-fil-A. It's your last meal on earth and you eat Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I Visible. put for Natalie, Chick-fil-A. Whoa! Oh! I added ranch and a chocolate chip cookie. Yes! <laughs> You are good, baby. Wow, there wow. it is. Okay, Nick gets a point. Yeah. Wow, all that belly egging. He's already got a point. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick, it's your last meal on earth. What do you order? I wrote my pizza, which is a specific pizza that I make when I'm home in Wisconsin in wine. Natalie, did you get that? I wrote Prince Street Pizza because he told me one time... <laughs> That if he was locked in prison on death row <laughs> in his last meal, he wanted Prince can, Street can pizza. Can I? Can I deliver. echo? This is this is. A, I've this heard is him say this. A travesty. Thank you so this much. I have heard you talk about Prince Street pizza every single time I've seen you for the last thank five you. years. How uh, dare you? Yeah, no, you love you. Prince Street thank pizza. You. She gets the point. I'm, the I'm, point. I'm disqualifying yeah. your answer. I, I agree because we have all. You mm-hmm. never not go to. Prince I recently pizza. had this pizza for the first time in a while. My pizza because it was home in Wisconsin, and Prince Street Pizza came to L.A. They have a they have an L.A. location. Oh, didn't know that. Oh, which, did it lose its sheen? Well, only in the sense that I had to come to New York just to get Prince Street pizza. So it was the novelty is that well. much better. And now I've been able to like just order a whole pizza. But either way, pizza. Okay, this is a, this is a dear Shandy first. This is a newlywed first. We're giving Natalie. You're getting that point. You. I this know. Is, we this know is you're right about Thank this. You. Also, I could have just wrote pizza and we would have gotten it. That's yes, true. She did yeah. get. You were pizza. too specific, but too I think specific. deep down in your heart, you love Prince Street pizza more than anything. Okay. I mean, I'm sure your pizza is good, but it, is it better than Prince Street pizza? What did you think of the pizza? Well, she's asking you, honey. <laughs> I stand by my P. Pe- I get it's it's having had uh, there's something I just like about it. Okay, <laughs> Natalie gets the point. Natalie gets the point. Thank you. Question number three, Natalie, who is your girl, your female celebrity crush? Megan Fox. Oh, 
Yes. Respect that. Mm-hmm. Dark hair, light eyes. Classic. Mm-hmm. Very classic. Stunning. I wrote Megan Fox. Oh! Again, guy always doing is complaining about how he's going to get no <laughs> answers right. <laughs> okay, Nick, who is your male celebrity crush? Uh, Brad Pitt. Okay, timeless. I, um, there was one other option that she had, and I really, there's two, but truly, I think my Brad Pitt. Okay. I think she guessed the other one. Brad Pitt. Oh, okay, wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Two, two. All that belly aching. Yeah, Who right? was your other one? I forgot. Ryan Reynolds would, would oh, probably yeah. be. Yeah. Question number four. Natalie, if you could have Nick's blank, what would it be? I would have his determination. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. I wrote work ethic. Same oh, family. That's pretty, we're going to, hold on a second, survey. Yes. Ding. You're going to give it to us. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We're Nick's giving it getting to you. that point. I think you're being generous. No. It's like cousins, but thank you. It's pretty think we're close. Being that generous. We've given think, determination work ethic are I think they're siblings. Yeah. Okay. They're yeah. siblings. They're not yeah. cousins. They're not cousins. <laughs> they can't get married legally. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay, Nick, if you could have Natalie's blank, what would it be? Memory. Ooh. Uh-oh. I'm I'm already jealous of your memory now. If that's what you wrote, yeah. <laughs> Natalie, did you get that? I wrote kindness to strangers. Oh, oh also great. That's She's very lovely. good at that. Uh, okay. I it uh. it's with a heavy heart that we don't give you a point for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, agreed. yeah. <laughs> that's that's lovely though. Okay, uh, but her memory is insane, remarkable. I should have known that. Yeah, you told me. What did I wear time. the first time I saw you? <laughs> We were sitting down in a dark restaurant. It probably was a white beard. He's wearing that. (laughs) I'll tell you right now. (laughs) (laughs) That was a trick question. Okay. And final question, Natalie. When you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? A mailman or male woman. No. Are you serious? That's so cute. Amazing. It all adds up. You do, because you said it's not too late. You told me that. You said, baby, you could be a male woman any day you want to. <laughs> go, after your, <laughs> go after your dreams. I love it. Uh, I, I put vet. Huh. Oh, a vet. I, I, that's, I a safe, that's a safe answer. <laughs> okay, sadly, no point for Nick, but both respectable answers. Nick, how about you? When you were a child, what did you want to be when you a grew A cartoonist up? for Disney. That's Manship. extremely adorable. Natalie, did you get that? Baseball player. <laughs> okay. No, that's a, I would have guessed that. Okay. No, that's an honest to you guys. It's a very respectable score. Here. I'm comfortable with that score. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I thought we would do. Yeah. That's a solid score. Yeah, it's very solid. Yeah. It's about average veering above average. You're slightly above average. Yeah. Correct. All right, Nick, you are the winner of the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Yay. <laughs> Slow clap for you. This is all the belly aching. You guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank, Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yeah, it was this so was, fun. This was lovely. You guys were lovely guests. And it's our first in-person love fest. So it is. Thank you. Yes. It's wild. It is wild. Yeah. It feels very, it feels more personal, honestly. I like it better. I do. Oh, I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. It's way superior. You guys are the cutest and thank you. Thank and you. we'll hang out later yeah, tonight. Yeah, we will be <laughs> yes. seeing you very shortly. Okay. And on that note, I think that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this love fest edition of Dear Shandy, and we'll see you next time. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we lied. We're going to do a wrap up. (laughs) Got to talk behind people's back. I mean... Yeah, we're going to say things that we could never say with them here, you know. Yes. And, and they have to, Just to be clear, Nick Vile has left the building. Yes. Nick and Natalie have left. They have gone. 
And I didn't unplug anything because I just wanted to have the option. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a wrap-up is actually an integral part of our, not only our love fests, but all our episodes. I agree. Hearing us discuss. Yabber. Yabber. Chat away. Mm-hmm. I really adore her. Me too. She's so composed, so like beyond her years mature. And we felt that way from the minute we met her. Yeah. Very easy. And a lot of people, I'm sure many, many, many thousands and hundreds of thousands of people in the Bachelor universe yeah. have judged her for oh. even learning a single thing. Yeah. And, you know, we're pretty tough. It's different, you know, when you, you see people here and there, people are dating people, whatever. We have people in Love Fest. But, like, we've known Nick for a long time. Mm-hmm. We've been friends with him for a long time. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we're a little protective. Yes. And we've seen them come. We've seen them go. We've seen them come. We've seen them go. And we've met our share mm-hmm. of Nick's dates. Yes. And so I feel like we are qualified. <laughs> to judge. <laughs> if to, one should judge, it is us. It is us. <laughs> he loves Natalie. He loves her and also as his friends i think we can attest that he is indisputably happier Mm -hmm. and more at peace than i think we've ever seen him i like this nick better than any of the previous nicks i've known (laughs) and i've known several yeah he finally has a place where he can truly trust Mm -hmm. in, in someone other than himself which i think he's been doing for a really long time yes and that's a very freeing feeling. Yeah, you know, he called me before they were official. Mm-hmm. And Nick never really asked. We talked about girls, but Nick never really asked my advice about women. He was always very... I feel like Nick, he doesn't... He's not like, oh, what's, what do you think of so-and-so? He's more likely to bring a girl into the fold mm-hmm. and just observe how she yeah, just fares. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like a, like a battle royale. <laughs> like, do you live? Do you die? So... When I got the call from him asking my opinion about what he should do now, it was kind of like, whoa, this must be very serious Mm -hmm. because you've never asked me about this before. Yeah. And it was interesting because at the time, I didn't believe his intentions were there. This is now I'm speaking in, you know. In bachelor terms. Bachelor terms, Yeah. yeah. But I really didn't think so. And for that reason, because I respected Natalie and liked her so much mm-hmm. and thought she was such a good person, I was like, just let her live her life, man. Yeah, Stop let her it. Go. Let her go. Mm-hmm. This 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 yo-yo stuff, it's, it's, not, it's not good for her. She doesn't deserve it. Just let her go yeah. as much as it we hurts. We thought she was too good for it. Yeah. Which is saying something from us because we really care about him. Yes. But in this case, we were like protective of her. Yes. I've, I told her, I mean, I've spoke, I've told her after the fact that I told him to let you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm really, really happy, of course, that he didn't mm-hmm. listen to me, <laughs> uh, even though at the time I was right, <laughs> in, in essence. And to be fair, you didn't believe it for good reason, because yeah. as we heard from him, he he's just such a, a doubter, Yeah, you know, and he's, he's a skeptic. And it takes so much mm-hmm. to get to, to like I said, he's a gobstopper. Do you guys call them gobstoppers? I, I remember that's yeah. Is I used that to that, that that may be a, a dual Canadian American term. Okay, I don't know if you call them jawbreakers. I, I, no, I used to call them gobstoppers. Okay, I know many called them jawbreakers. <laughs> I was a gobstopper guy. Okay, gobstopper. No. He's a gobstopper. Yeah, he may also be a jawbreaker. <laughs> but I can say that since he and Natalie have become official, and he really surrendered to his desire to really partner with her Mm -hmm. i've gotten way fewer 
phone call, like emotional support phone calls. Oh yeah. He doesn't need us anymore. Yeah. Which <laughs> I is a wonderful thing. Like, of course I want to talk to him yeah. and talk through whatever, whenever with him, but it really says something about what she does for him. You know what she told me? She told me that he told her how like he, in the past, like he loved her because, you know, she's kind, she's sweet, her heart, you know, she's wonderful, blah, blah, blah. But he, he was like, but now that I know you better, I love you in a way where like, I am scared to ever lose you. I don't think I could be without you. Mm. It was just so sweet. Yeah. And she was so touched. Anyway, he's a softy deep down. He deep would just down never in there. admit it. <laughs> we know, we know. We know, Nick, we know. <laughs> he's, he's Spock on the outside, but he's Captain Kirk on the inside. It was Captain Kirk. I don't really even watch Star Trek, but I hope people got that, because that's pretty obvious. So is Captain Kirk the sensitive one? Yeah. I don't watch a lot of Star Trek, but my-, my I have a feeling Star Trekkers will Yeah, I'm going to get a lot of hate from Star Trek fans, <laughs> because they're very passionate. But, you know, Captain Kirk was more- Emotive. He, yes, very effusive, emotive. Okay. He was in control of the ship, so he couldn't be that, you know, he, he had to keep it under control, but he was you know, very passionate. Okay. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> not so sure about that, that analogy. Goes. I feel like you're already backpedaling yeah, on yeah, that analogy. I'm going back into the bushes slowly <laughs> on that. But also, bravo to Natalie. She played this one very well. Yeah, but play, like he said, oh, she could give a master class. You say play. I, what I don't like is the insinuation that it was some game she played. I feel like she had more control over the situation than I think on the surface their coming together would make it seem. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like on the surface, it's like, oh, she really want, wanted to date him. And he was like, no, I don't want to date you. I don't want to date you. But really, she was just like, I want to date you. If you don't want to date me. I'm going to date other people. And it actually really lines up with the advice you often give on this podcast. Yes. People should take note mm -hmm. of the way Natalie operated. And when I said she played this well, mm -hmm. I don't mean she played a game. Yeah. I mean, she behaved, behaved. exactly the way you yes. should behave in this situation. Yes. If you want somebody, like, like the 38 special song, Hold On Loosely. Right. Don't you, you can't just because you want something that, you know, doesn't mean you can grab it. Yes. Right. You just got to let it on its own want you. Mm -hmm. And she did everything right. She told the truth. She was honest the whole time. She didn't play any games. She just stated, I want to date you. Yeah. In the most matter plain of terms. Yes. I want to date you, Nick. No, I don't want to date you. OK, I'm going to go live my life in a way that's not vindictive. Mm hmm. Or manipulative. I'm just mm -hmm. gonna live my life. Yeah. You want to know about it? I'll tell you about it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I well, we can still chat, but I'm done. So I have a question for you, and we may not use this. I actually I wanted to get to this question, but we ran out of time. Like normally, I have my love fest questions, yeah. and it's all organized. And in this case, it just sort of got away. Mm -hmm. But I was really curious to know how they feel his fame. And all the eyeballs on who he would date played a role in their coming together. Hmm. You know, the, per the outsider's perception and how much of that feeds the, the guardedness that he has. I guess we'll never know because they're gone. <laughs> they're gone. We can only hypothesize. We'll have to ask them at dinner tonight when we're not rolling anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come back with a follow-up. You know, I do think a lot of his reticence comes from the fact that 
it feels more permanent. You know, if he goes public with someone, if he posts a photo with someone, it's not like you're just telling your friends, oh, I'm, I'm seeing this guy and you yeah. post a photo on your Instagram where, you know, you have a normal amount of followers and they're all your friends. It's a situation where it's it feels like it's more it's been written in ink. Well, I feel like he he probably feels like he cannot make a mistake about this. Yes. Like he has one shot. Like yeah. he can't if this is going to be wrong, he can't afford that in his position. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way he thinks. I'm not saying that's really the yeah. case. Yeah, I there agree. Is, it's not true, but I, I think it's true that he probably does think a bit like that. Yes, especially Nick. I think yes. Nick did the calculus and he's like, this Nick is a always big, does the he calculus. He does a lot of calculus. <laughs> he's basically a professor of calculus. Yes. But he said, this is a big risk because if this doesn't work or if this something goes wrong here, it's going to look bad. I want to make this right. Yeah, and he I, he wouldn't want to do all that, go all public and make it all official, have her move in. Yeah. If he felt like it wasn't going to last. All the more of a testament to how strongly he feels for Natalie. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know if people understand what a big deal that is. It's a big deal. And it I'm is. very happy because, you know, he could have chosen poorly. And we would be stuck with that. Selfishly, <laughs> we would have to hang out. What are we going to do? Never hang out with Nick again? We'd have to hang out with whoever he chose. Thankfully, he chose well. You have chosen wisely. I, I was getting there. I didn't know <laughs> if I wanted to do another bad movie reference. A good movie reference. She set him free. Mm-hmm. I said that at dinner the other night, and it sounds dramatic, but I really do believe that. I think that men in his position can sort of get a little lost in the options. And for him to really plant a flag, I, I use the planting of a flag analogy You've a lot. You've done that before, yeah. Yeah. You like a planting of a flag. I, I do like a planting of a flag. And I think that there's something to be said for making someone feel safe enough to plant that flag mm-hmm. and almost rescue them from being like, I don't know, a chicken with its head cut off in that department. Does that make sense? Yeah. But yeah. I will say behind every great Bachelor franchise man <laughs> is a great woman. That's a perfect place to wrap. If you guys enjoyed what you heard today, you can keep Dear Shandy in business by liking, subscribing, hitting the notification bell, following us on Instagram, leaving us iTunes ratings and reviews, telling your friends, and generally doing all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. And on that note, I think that's a wrap for this momentous Mm -hmm. Love Fest episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye. Yeah.